This is Artemis Launch Control with an update. Launch Director Charlie Blackwell Thompson has called a scrub of the attempt of launch of Artemis 1 and the Space Launch System with the Orion spacecraft. All right, the bad news coming earlier this morning that uh, Artemis 1 moon mission is canceled today anyway. Apparently there are some engine issues. So all eyes then turn to Friday for this launch, assuming everything is fixed. This is, I don't normally cover space issues. It's not really my bag, but this one's different. It's historic, and we are very much in this country a part of this. But this is the first of what would have been a, a series of moon missions that is aiming to build this outpost space station, um, you know, on the moon. And if all goes according to plan with these first missions, you know, they're going to pass by the moon and, and figure out how to land on it, build this station. And eventually, I guess, the, the mission is to get people on the moon, and Canada will be a part of of that mission. So it won't just be Americans uh, stepping on the, the moon. Uh, we will very much be a part of it. Right now, the idea is to get these high-tech crash test dummies, these mannequins, who will go up and then they will track and I guess are attached with sensors and they will look at everything that they, they can and send that data back to Earth. NASA will gather that data and uh, see if this is all due about it. But it is very historical uh, because we are not just taking part with our technology, but we will have an astronaut of our own on the moon. Dr. Sarah Mazruhi joins us now, planetary scientist and science communicator, to spell this all out and explain it much better than I am. Thanks for joining us, doctor. Thanks, Alex. You said you don't cover space, but you covered everything beautifully. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, it's not really my, I mean, it's one of those things that not all space travel is created equally. This is very different because Canada is going to have such a huge role in this. Um, and so now we have to wait. I guess having an engine that works is one of the, the things that you really want to have happen. But but nonetheless, um, why has it taken us? I think most people think like, how long, why are we, why has it taken us so long um, to go back to the moon? And what is Dr the benefit of this for all of us? Yeah, it's taken a while um, because a lot of space exploration, like anything else, really depends on funding. Um, we, we got to the surface of the moon and then we invested a lot in sending spacecrafts to orbit the moon, but also to really explore other places in our solar system. But now our technology has really advanced. We've really mapped every inch of the moon. And this time we're going back, not just for the sake of going to the moon, but to really answer a whole bunch of science questions more accurately, but also to sort of create the space on, um, on the moon, have the lunar gateway orbiting, um, orbiting the moon so that we can have a longer lasting presence um, in and around the surface of the moon. So we're going back to answer new questions. We're going to put astronauts around orbit. And like you said, Canada's got a pretty big contribution as well. If we look at it, any $5 Canadian bill, you'll see the Canada arm, which is on the International Space Station, which really helped build the International Space Station to really put all the pieces together. And mm. now Canada will be building Canada Arm 3, uh, which will go on the Lunar Gateway, and in return, we'll, we'll get to have Canadian astronauts be on a lunar mission for the very first time. We'll get to run our own science experiments, do some technology testing, and really con continue our contributions to lunar exploration and hopefully beyond that. 
So today's launch of the Artemis is one of a series of these smaller missions to suggest, I guess is more exploratory. So what is the timeline as to when we would see actual landing on the moon, another person on the moon, and then the construction of the so-called, uh, you know, facility they want to build on that? Yeah, so Artemis 1 is just, like you said, an uncrewed mission to test everything out. This is why we do things today's um, scrub launch was launch was a very um, it's very normal. We got to make sure everything is working perfectly before we put crew on board um, the Orion spacecraft. Um, the goal is after after this launch, after this test, which now is getting pushed back to perhaps this Friday at the very earliest, maybe even a little bit um, later. After we've got a successful test of launching towards the moon, coming back to the Earth, doing a safe landing, the goal is to send astronauts to orbit the moon in 2024-2025 with Artemis 2, and then Artemis 3, which is hopefully happening in 2025, uh, would perhaps have astronauts setting foot on the surface of the moon again. Meanwhile, um, there are plans to sort of use, uh, use what we're learning to think about how we're going to set that base. So after Artemis 3, we would think about building that base on the surface of the moon and the lunar gateway. So we're looking at really um, a whole series of space exploration, lunar exploration for the next decade or so to come. So I think a lot of people will say, well, is this worthy of the investment? Because it's a, it's a massive undertaking and it's not going to happen overnight. And and I think the the gains to what um, we we can do and make on this, is it worth the investment? So what is the best thing that can come out of this in, in your mind, doctor? I mean, is it cures for diseases? Is, like, What is it that we all benefit from here on ground uh, by investing so much money into this? Because most of us aren't. I'm not going to the moon. I don't think I'm going to the moon. I, I'm I'm not a great tra I'm not a great flyer. So that would be number one reason. But, you know, how do we benefit from something that very few actually take part in? Absolutely. So if we think back to 50 years ago, the Apollo missions, for example, um, like just like you said, we only had a few astronauts land on the surface of the moon. It doesn't really directly benefit those who don't want to go dancing on the moon like I do. But really. Um, <laughs> Even with the Canada Arm, for example, we use very similar things in medical surgeries and medical uh, medical procedures nowadays. You know, our comfortable running shoes, our comfortable mattresses, these are all space spinoffs that came from technologies that were built for the Apollo mission. Now, the beautiful thing with Artemis is that it's an international collaboration. So um, sort of the funding is coming from a whole bunch of countries. Um, and if you think back, you know, a lot of today's scientists, engineers, artists, anybody really got inspired by the Apollo mission, by imagining what once wasn't possible. And my hope is that um, the Artemis missions will be that hope and that inspiration for the next generation. Um, so we'll inspire our next generation and hopefully we'll have more technology spinoffs that we can use here on Earth. We're all dependent on our cell phones, the satellites that communicate with our cell phones, the cameras, the selfies, um, you know, all of that are things that have come from space exploration. Um, so I'm hoping that we can all use that um, as well as, you know, sit back um, and watch, watch what's going to happen with the Artemis missions. 
Yeah, well, look, uh, I think it'll be, it will definitely be one of those moments in time where you stop and everyone watches. And you said you wanted to dance on the moon, but I bet you you're not alone in that. So how will they actually go uh, about choosing which Canadian astronaut actually gets to go actually on the mission where they, assuming they can get all their ducks in a row of stepping onto the moon's surface? Yeah, so we have a few active uh, Canadian astronauts right now. Every once in a while, the Canadian Space Agency puts out a call for astronauts. There's certain qualifications. Um, you have to be physically fit, certain amount of education, um, your mental state. There's a whole bunch of stuff. So anybody that is interested that meets those minimum requirements could apply to be an astronaut, uh, a Canadian astronaut. And then there are several rounds of selection. So some will get come, called back to do a test. Some will have to do physical challenges, group work. And uh, finally, a couple of astronauts get selected. So right now we have about four or five Canadian astronauts that are actively training for the past few years for going up on the International Space Station or going to a lunar mission. Um, mm. You know, they're sort of the, the top of the line, everybody that has worked so hard, that are, that are great at doing group work, that are great at working under pressure, that are physically, mentally fit to take on this challenge. But if anybody else is interested, like I am, um, you know, <laughs> just, just got to keep working for it and applying to maybe one day become an astronaut. Well, hey, if you don't get to the moon, I know Mars is the, is the one is the real prize. So maybe maybe someone will go to there uh, at some point too. What is, uh, Doctor? Just before we let you go, what's the riskiest part of this? Um, as we saw with today's launch, um, and as we can look back to the Apollo missions, the launch itself is pretty risky. Making sure there's so much that goes into launching a spacecraft making sure that every step of launch goes perfectly, making sure that the spacecraft is safe and then sending humans to the surface. And then again, upon return, making sure that we can do a safe landing, get back to earth um, properly to where we're supposed to is, um, is really important. And those are sort of the risky points, the liftoff and the landing, I would say. Nonetheless, I know everyone will be staying staying tuned. I know it's a lot of excitement for a lot of people, including yourself. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. That's Dr. Sarah Mazrui, who is a planetary scientist and science communicator. So we'll hope that it goes off on Friday. I mean, it sounds like this will be something that uh, many of us see in our lifetime. I wasn't alive when... The first Apollo landed on the uh, moon, and um, maybe in my lifetime we will see it again. Nonetheless, stay tuned for Friday.